Hi everyone, it's Marissa. And for the second time in the past few weeks, I started doing research on a topic that I've wanted to do an episode on for some time. But then something big happened in the world. You have to admit that's been happening quite a lot this year. And it's all I can think about. So it seems a little inappropriate to me to go ahead with the topic that I was originally going to do an episode on, which is, I wouldn't say it's irrelevant, but it's slightly less relevant than what just happened. And look, I do realize that for some people, it's too much. That the news is so upsetting that they listen to podcasts like mine, maybe to get away from it for a while. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I guess I just have a hard time compartmentalizing. So what I'll do this week is keep this fairly short and say what I have to say. And it is about journalism. And I have already done an episode on journalism, mainly print journalism, but that was this past April. So it is somewhat relevant to writing, although today I am going to be focusing on all types of journalism, whether it's TV, internet, radio, as well as print. As you may have guessed, I'm talking about the President of these United States acknowledging early this Friday morning that he's tested positive for COVID-19. After months of calling it a hoax, and not only refusing to wear a mask, but also making fun of people such as Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden for wearing a mask. And also for golfing and saying it is what it is about over 200,000 Americans dying from this. I'm not going to say too much more about that. But what I will say is that, as you can imagine, I've been following the media a lot these past two days, and I think the media's treatment of this so far should serve as a reminder of why we need journalists and why we need elected officials to not refer to the fourth estate as the so-called enemy of the people and to not encourage their fans to consider the news to be fake. We, the people, have a right to know when our elected officials are sick. And we need to know how sick they are for the simple reason that our national security and our future depends on it. And our elected officials swear an oath to protect just those things. I think what we've seen over the past two and a half days shows once again how journalists often don't have the luxury to take the time to plan what they're going to report on. I mean, I watch CNN most nights before I go to bed which you might think I'm a masochist for admitting that, and you're right. And on Thursday night, while they were reporting on the White House Communications Director Hope Hicks testing positive, there were several breaking news alerts. And had I not gone to bed around midnight and watched longer, because let's face it, if I had stayed up longer, I would have been watching, I might have seen another alert confirming that the president and his wife also tested positive. And then there were updates all day Friday. I can't even imagine what it's like to be a reporter who works in that type of environment. 
And I believe that's why they deserve our respect and why we need them. It's chaotic. Not only in the sense that there's probably a flurry of information flying in from all directions, but some of it may appear contradictory. And if certain officials are known for not being forthcoming with the media, reporters are most likely wondering what information they can trust and whether they're getting the whole story. And I'm not sure how much reporters in the middle of a media firestorm think about this. Maybe they can't when they're in the middle of a hot story. But if they get it wrong, they run the risk of coming across as untrustworthy. And after seeing several journalists get arrested or assaulted, or maybe both, at protests over the summer, it's understandable that journalists probably want to be seen as trustworthy to the extent that it's possible. As far as elected officials are concerned, and I'll admit I've never held elected office, I've never even run for so much as a hall monitor position since I was in school, so this is pure speculation here. But in a democracy, which is technically what United States is supposed to be, it would seem like the wisest thing to do is to be open to the media. Of course, there are some times when it's probably necessary to keep secrets from the media. I'm thinking a long time ago when Geraldo Rivera was accused of giving away troop movements. So maybe something like that. But if it comes to your health, or your tax returns, it stands to reason that if you're not sharing that information, especially when other officials, including the guy who's running against you for president, are willing to share that information, reporters aren't just going to give up and go away if you say no to them. That's not fair to them, obviously nor is it fair to the millions of people you've taken that oath to protect. And you probably don't need to love reporters, whether you're an elected official or a member of the public. I'm sure some can be annoying, maybe even rude, but they have a responsibility to keep the public informed of knowledge that the public has a right to know. And if you can make their job a little easier, maybe they'll go easier on you. Ever think of that? As far as those of us who consume news in print or online form or who watch it on TV, I don't think we need to take everything reporters say at face value. No, I definitely don't think we need that. I'm a big believer in questioning even sources you consider trustworthy. Going back to the hectic environments in which reporters operate, there's a definite possibility that they'll get something wrong, quite possibly because they don't have the time to do research that someone writing a feature for, say, the gardening or cooking section may have. Or maybe because they're biased. I like to think a good journalist can put his or her biases and preferences aside and just focus on the facts, but that would be naive. 
they're human. I've always seen news stories as good places, maybe springboards, to learn about an issue that you may not have known about before. And from there, you can do more research if you like. Of course, a lot of people don't care to do that much research. But I'm just saying, you don't need to just sit there and let the newspaper or TV tell you what to think. If something seems a bit off to you, maybe all you need to do is consult the second source. That's not extensive research. It's not going to take up a lot of your time. It's just responsible reading or watching or whatever. So if you don't automatically believe everything the media tells you, good for you. Keep up with that. But the answer isn't to avoid the news media. And it's also not to show disrespect to reporters. They're operating under difficult conditions, both time-wise and, as we're seeing among reporters who've recently covered so-called super spreader events, they're putting their lives at risk to bring us the latest information. And as far as elected officials go, not that I think any are listening to this podcast, but I got to throw this out there, offering contradictory information and timelines and adding confusion to an environment that's already chaotic serves no purpose. It's not going to force the reporters to back off, not yet anyway, and let's hope that remains the case. And by making reporters' jobs more difficult, you're not serving your constituents. And of course, I realize that certain individuals in prominent positions don't really care about their constituents' right to know. But that only makes it more critical for the news media to continue to press as hard as they can to get the facts and for us to support their efforts, now more than ever. So I'll stop there. And I want to thank you for listening and for supporting this show. I will try to get back to discussing something less, uh, you might say, timely or maybe even controversial in future episodes. But what can I say? There haven't been too many so-called slow news cycles this year. But anyway, let me know what you think of all this and what you think about the news media. Email me at marissadellefarfale at gmail.com and follow me on Twitter at, at marissad13 or on Instagram at marissadf13. And I'd really appreciate it if you could take a moment to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, as it'll help a lot more people find out about this show. So until next time, stay safe, wear a damn mask, and remember, you have a right to know, and the vast majority of journalists are working hard to give you the information you deserve to know. I'm going to leave you with this quote from Walter Lippmann. Quote, A free press is not only a right, 
and not only a privilege, but an organic necessity in a great society. End quote. Remember that and peace out. This podcast has been brought to you by Anchor, which is the easiest way to make a podcast. Go to anchor.fm for more info.